The following morning, I went with Dr. Ferguson, the police surgeon at that time, to St. George's Hall, which had been set up as a temporary mortuary, and we there saw a very sad sight of all the victims laid out on white sheets. Uh, we got to work with the police, a very strong team of police, uh, under Chief Inspector Bob Corden, and uh, we enlisted the aid of a dental specialist from Manchester, uh, Mr. Holt, and we all worked together the whole of that week, uh, getting the information of missing persons and uh, gradually identifying one by one. And Mr. Holt did a terrific job in making all the final identifications, some of them extremely difficult. At any rate, um, we then had to open the inquests. I think there were somewhere in the order of 48 or 49. Uh, just one of the persons who was very badly hurt, but uh, who had survived, was transferred to a hospital in either England or Scotland and died later so that we didn't do that inquest. The inquest had to be opened, of course, in order to um, uh, allow for the burials of the um, persons and their relatives naturally wanted that part of it to be over as soon as possible. A very sad occasion. After uh, that had been attended to, the Manx government decided that there should be a full open judicial inquiry headed by a judge from England and his honour Judge Cantley, a former judge of appeal in the Isle of Man, uh, was the chairman of the inquiry and uh, leading barristers, Queen's Counsel from England, uh, together with Manx advocates, uh, represented all the various uh, parties. And uh, it was only after the decision had been given from the formal inquiry that we were able to resume our inquests, which we did by combining every one of the inquests into a joint hearing. A jury uh, heard the evidence and they returned a verdict of death by misadventure. 